0: I believe that Bitcoin is the most obvious trade that anyone could make right now. It'll become clear in the next few years that Bitcoin is on its way to becoming a potential world reserve currency. We're gonna see companies hold it on their balance sheets. We're gonna see asset managers allocate a percentage and potentially even central banks here in this next 18 to 24 months. This means that 2021 and 2022 Will be a massive run up from the current USD prices. And JP Morgan estimates there's about $600 billion waiting to funnel into Bitcoin. So get strapped, get ready. Let's go to the moon. Welcome back to The Trenches with me, Davij. It's a weekly podcast on the macro trends, the operations in my business, cash flow, leadership, and the big picture changes happening today in the world of business and startups. What's going on guys? It is Tuesday, December 15th, 2020, and today we are talking about Bitcoin. Now, this is actually the second time I'm shooting this episode. The very first time I shot this episode, it ended up being about 20-something minutes long, and I basically started talking about everything under the sun. But this time, I'm going to keep it basic. I don't want to talk about how the protocol functions. If you want to learn more about that, there's YouTube. I'm going to explain why Bitcoin is important, as well as the qualities of money. Okay. Today, right now, Bitcoin is worth approximately $19,300 per coin. So let's go ahead and get started. So fiat currencies are currencies like the U.S. dollar, the Japanese Yen, the Chinese Yuan. uh, And, you know, all the countries have their own currency, right? Well, these currencies are manipulated by the governments and the central banks. What that means is that your savings account at your bank is getting devalued every time that they print more dollars into existence. They can print more of it on command. And you might have heard that this year because of COVID, we had to actually print trillions and trillions of dollars to support the economy. Well, what's actually happening is they're stealing your wealth and they're stealing your time without your permission. And to me, that's a concern for our human rights because that's our money that we worked for. You going to your job every single day, you earning an income for yourself, should not be devalued by a third party without your permission. You work hard to generate an income for yourself, and as long as you're keeping your savings in U.S. dollars, or any other government instrument of money, you're allowing yourself to be debased. It's a hidden tax. And debasement means to devalue your, your savings. And the reason gold has been valuable for so long is because humans haven't been able to manipulate its supply. Gold wouldn't particularly be that valuable today if it could just grow on trees. The scarcity and the fact that gold is hard to produce is what led it to becoming money. So let's just go into a brief background on, you know, what how did we end up with this system? Well, we used to have all our gold, we used to trade in gold, we used to have you know, precious metals uh, as monetary uh, systems, and the gold actually ended up going into a centralized bank vault because it was a pain in the ass to store at home. And then we started trading with each other with paper certificates. You can think of this like a dollar a bill. And to trade with one another, we would have to trade these paper certificates around which would be redeemable for gold if you were to go to your bank. Eventually, the governments and the banks basically swept the rug out from under us and said that they wouldn't allow for us to redeem our certificates for gold anymore. So this basically is the start of the fiat currency that uh, the world that we see today. It's not backed by gold. It's uh, It's not backed by anything. It's just paper, and they can create more of it. And if there's more of it, then... You know, it's not very valuable. So you can see countries like Venezuela and Zimbabwe. These countries have experienced hyperinflation because, you know, these government leaders decided that they were just going to print money to solve their problems. And that's not how that works. When there's a tremendous amount of uh, inflow of, of new money, it makes the entire supply worth less and less over time. So this currency manipulation is a human rights violation. When you and I work to create an income for ourselves, that is our time that is being stored in what we call dollar bills. It's actually our time. Money is a representation for our time. And it is a future access to resources that we all agree upon. And because it's been being manipulated by governments and central banks, You know, it's not a very sound money. It's not a system that is a closed loop that that doesn't bleed any energy. It's a system that bleeds tremendous amounts of monetary energy and you don't want to hold your savings in that. Because over time, it'll eventually amount to nothing. So Bitcoin, Bitcoin doesn't debase like fiat currencies do. When you store your wealth in Bitcoin, you're actually guaranteed to not be debased because there's a finite supply. There's 21 million and each of those coins are broken up into 100 million smaller segments called SATs or Satoshis. So this is actually a fundamental shift in the way that our world will accept what a monetary good is. You know, money is the ultimate form of a network effect. So, you know, social media is really interesting because if you have a ton of your friends on one network, you wouldn't just join another network and it'd be easy to to have a, a social network because then you'd have to bring everyone on to the other network and it's just very difficult to do. That's the same thing with money except exponential. Money is the ultimate form of a network effect. You know, the creator, the anonymous creator Satoshi Nakamoto, he knew the problem that Bitcoin was going to be able to solve. And he knew that he had to step aside and it be a creation that just lives in existence, not someone that was a founder and CEO that presided over it. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, what makes good money anyways. Well, there's actually five characteristics of money. And if you want to learn more about this, there's a great book called The Bitcoin Standard. Uh, So the five main qualities that a good money needs to possess is number one, portability. You've got to be able to move it from one place to another very, very cheaply, very cost-effectively, very easily, etc. Divisibility is number two. You have to be able to divide that form of money into smaller increments so that you can pay for very small items. Number three is recognizability. You have to know that what you're getting is actually the thing, for example, it's it's hard for gold to be recognizable because, you know, it might just be covered in gold, uh, like a a gold plating, but, you know, underneath it, it could be copper or something else. Durability. It has to be able to span across time. It can't wither away and uh, degrade. And the final one, and arguably it's the most important one, is scarcity. It can't be easy to To create or to produce and that's why actually gold was so great at being money for the longest time But we found that gold has a lot of uh, Characteristics that actually make it quite bad money. It's failed time and time again and You know just going back to another gold standard will not fix the issue. There's never been a time where governments or people or humans have been able to to use gold as money because every single time it's failed because humans uh, always find a way to uh, use that characteristic of gold of it being a physical item that needs to be housed somewhere and they always end up sweeping that rug out under you to push whatever initiative that they're trying to push so if you don't already have bitcoin let me tell you this we are still so early it's only worth a couple hundred billion dollars and this thing, if it becomes what it's supposed to, it will be in the trillions and trillions of dollars in market cap. I think in this decade, we will flip gold. It will be larger than gold. It will store value better than gold. And it's uh, it's gonna be incredible to watch. So right now it's worth $19,000 and change. I believe that uh, in the next 10 to 15 years, it'll be worth anywhere from $1 million per coin to $10 million per coin. And you might say that sounds crazy, but it actually isn't. Because the world is just looking for somewhere to store their wealth in a secure way. And you really only have a few options. You have stocks, you have real estate, you have gold and other precious metals. And the problem with stocks is that, uh, you know, you're, you're trusting a company to store your value, your wealth, your time, and, you know, stock, you know, companies can uh, fluctuate and, uh, you know, they can go under with real estate. You know, that's great. It's the ultimate form of scarcity, but it's not portable. You can't really transact with it. You can't move it. And with gold, you know, as mining technologies get better and better, I suspect that the supply will increase much faster than the 1.5% inflation uh, with uh, gold miners running the system. Like, there's only been about fifty to seventy years where technology technology has been good enough for us to be able to drill and, and get into, you know, uh, up the part of the earth that was previously impossible to get into. So I suspect that this technology will actually make gold inflate a lot faster than what it has in the last five thousand or so years. So you just have to ask yourself, you know, how much gold really is there on the planet Earth and how much have we uncovered? My bet is that we've uncovered less than 10% of the total supply of gold. And the reason gold is so valuable, it's worth somewhere like $10 trillion today, is because people use it to store value. Now, imagine if all the real estate that people end up buying to store their wealth, all the stocks that people are buying to put their wealth in, and all the gold uh, people are buying to store their wealth in, eventually transfers to a monetary good that was designed to store your wealth in a way that doesn't deplete energy. This is your time we're talking about. You worked for this. And Bitcoin is the uh, ultimate savings technology. You, you know, people say, "Yeah, well, you know, you don't use your Bitcoin." Well, that's incorrect because by just holding Bitcoin, I'm using it because I'm opting out of the system. I'm saying, you know, I don't want to be a part of the US dollar system where you're able to inflate the currency and devalue the savings that uh, I've worked so hard for. So get into Bitcoin guys. I don't know how much risk you guys feel comfortable with. For me, it's not risky. In fact, staying in US dollars is risky. And, uh, you know, I suggest that you look into this topic and you reach out to people and you follow people and you read about things and you watch videos about Bitcoin and you've, you know, you understand what's happening, how the world is changing and how, you know, there's, Roughly about six hundred billion dollars in the next eighteen months that are just waiting to jump into the market, which will probably increase the price uh, by a multiple of where it's at right now. And guys, it's been de-risked over the years. It's proven now. It's weathered many many storms. You know, five six years ago, you can say that yeah, it wasn't a proven network. That you know, we're just unsure of if if it's robust, but. Bitcoin has continued to do its thing every single every 10 minutes without fail. It's a monetary network in the clouds and I believe it'll eventually become the reserve asset for the world. It might take a little bit, but this, I believe will happen. Oh, and I should probably mention you don't need to f- buy a full Bitcoin. You can buy partial uh, amounts of, of Bitcoin and these are called Satoshis. So So I hope you learned a thing or two about Bitcoin and money. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, reach out to me. Be happy to share some of uh, you know my sources and what I consider signal instead of noise. So that's all for today. Thanks for listening in. I appreciate it, and I hope to see you next time. Peace.